This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I want to talk a lot about preborn. I want to do something today um, um, with preborn because I think they are an amazing group of people. And they are sincere and they love not only the babies they help save in abortion clinics, but the moms as well. Um, you're empowering women, you're saving lives, um, and you're doing so much good. This is why I am deeply involved in preborn. They sponsor the uh, program, but I have to tell you, I, Tanya and I are deeply involved with them. We believe in this organization and what they're doing. Uh, if you'd like to get involved, you can hit pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or visit preborn.com slash Glenn. That's preborn.com slash Glenn. All right. Radio program begins in just a minute. America, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Wow, uh, do I have some breaking news for you today about what our government is doing uh, to convince you that they are right, you are wrong, without any awareness on your part. We'll tell you about that. Also, the latest on the national suicide rates and a way to look at this. How do we solve this? In 60 seconds, we begin. First, for conservative adults, it is easy sometimes to take the concept of free market for granted. We know how it works. We know when it's not working. Uh, we get the basics of how it works. But there's a whole generation out there that does not understand how the free market works. That's why you want to get the Tuttle Twins free market rules curriculum makes complex ideas very simple and understandable for young minds by using real life, real world examples and exercises. If you're thinking of holiday gifts and you have somebody that is younger on your list, 
this book belongs on the list. It's a set of lessons. They're having a 50% off Cyber Week sale. The curriculum is designed with plenty of activities to help your kids or your grandkids make sense of how the free market works. One thing to help your kids start a small business and envision how they might come together, it is an entirely different thing to provide an education on how money is made and saved. It's a great gift for any young student uh, in your life. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com right now. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Access the Cyber Week deal. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Okay. Let me start with this. Nearly 50,000 people in the U.S. lost their lives to suicide in 2022. That is the... Uh, number that they have given us, according to the National Center for Health Statistics, they say the final count will likely be higher. The suicide rate in America now is 14.3 deaths per 100,000 people. That is the highest level since 1941. Gee, what was happening in 1941? There, uh, the psychologists say... There was a rupture in our economic health and social fabric, and we're still experiencing the after effects of that. Really? You think? People feel isolated. They feel afraid. Some people are losing their homes, and they're hearing lies about how great the economy is and how worthless they are. Why do you think this is happening? Because there's... There's nothing real. That's why. We're all being made to feel helpless, worthless, meaningless. We're either helpless victims or irredeemable oppressors, and you can't deny or change that irrevocable state. Can't do it. There's no God. There's no meaning in life except for fame, and that is empty. There's no meaning in life except for riches, and that is empty. Maybe you're a social activist. Well, what are you doing? You're destroying. You're not creating. You're tearing it all down. We're just randomly colliding particles, and we're temporarily assembled into clumps of cells with the illusion of consciousness. Nothing more than dust to dust Ashes to ashes, but nothing beyond. What is still standing that you once cherished? You valued. Who's still standing that you once admired? How many things that you believed in, you now are told only a lie and an evil lie? We fear each other because... It's them. They're bad. There is no truth we can agree on. There's no men in so many different ways. There's no men. There's no definition of a woman. We don't even know what a woman is. There's no justice, only your truth and my truth. Well, and the approved truth. We're trapped in a hell that we have created and there's no way out. Why is there no way out? 
because we all believe we're powerless. If we believe that, we are powerless. We have given in to the ultimate game of divide and conquer. We're reduced to isolated, uh, atomized individuals. We're just atoms that are just floating around, perpetually helpless and afraid, without direction, without hope, divided from each other, isolated from ourselves, cut off from the roots of everything that we've, we've ever believed. Well, gee, that makes us easy to control, doesn't it? We are sure primed for whatever the collective needs from its drones next. We are more and more every day defined by either rage and resentment or despair, depression, suicide. Wow, I wonder what's happening, says the experts. We've got to do a study on this. We don't need to do a study on this. All of us know if we take the time and look at what's happening, everybody knows. If nothing, if nothing we do ever means anything, unless perhaps what we do is destroy everything, nothing matters. Nothing matters. Notice the word matters here. Matter. What is it? It's what we call things that are real, things made of matter. Things that matter. If nothing matters, nothing is true. Nothing is real. And there's no point to any of it. I mean, honestly, I think the suicide rate for what's happening, I think it's probably shockingly low. It's an, it's an amazing miracle that all of us get out of bed every day. To me, that's proof that God is there. God is real. Proof of God. We're human, so we're different than any other animal. We're the only creature with language. The only creature with this level of awareness and consciousness self-consciousness the only one with a constant sense of our own morality the only one with a sense of morality there there is no right or wrong in nature that's a human thing we're the only ones that worry about tomorrow or the consequences of our actions good or bad we're the only ones that seek meaning Only we wonder whether it's worth getting out of bed. Not because it's so comfy there, but because in our minds, it's, it's possible that getting up isn't worth it. It isn't a positive good to get up. It seems like everything we do is meaningless and not worth the effort to many people in America. We also know that even if we do get up, sometimes we'll fail. No, often we fail now. That good deeds are not rewarded. So is that all there is? Your life is seemingly meaningless the more you spend in cyberspace. 
The more time you spend on social media, you can't measure up to the lies. Is that all there is? That question is proof of God. Because at its root, it assumes that meaning is a thing. That it's even possible for something to be real, for something that matters. That there is a reality outside of ourselves, possibly beyond our own life. None of those questions are anything more than gibberish if we're just random particles. If we just happened. What about love? What about hope? What about our vision for a better tomorrow? Or the idea, seemingly antiquated now, that things could actually get better. What does better mean if nothing is good? And what is good if nothing has any value? What about the relationships we form? Sometimes for life. The love of our spouses, our children, our willingness to give our very life for those we love. It is inconceivable that all of that is meaningless. That we can have all of that and there's no point of getting up in the morning. It's frustrating because I have people in my own life who feel like this. And they feel no one can relate to them. I'm lucky enough to be able to relate. Or I guess unfortunate enough or perhaps life didn't happen to me it happened for me and all of the pain and all of the depression and all of the things i went through when i was suicidal and young happened perhaps so i can relate to my own children everybody's focused on fame and fortune and it's Empty and meaningless. You know what's not? Life. Living. What you do matters. It may not change the world, but it really does matter to you or to somebody else. Maybe somebody you'll never know. Maybe it's somebody you don't even meet. But because you lived, it's made a difference. And you have it within you to make your life meaningful or meaningless heaven or hell when you make that choice heaven or hell it affects the lives of those around you but it is your choice and make no mistake not to stand is to stand not to get out of bed is a choice to give up on ourselves, to give up on our future, to give up on our on everything good. We're not random particles. It's not a random thing that you happen to be listening to me right now. 
There's a reason we're here. There's a reason you're here. It means something. Your life means something. We each have a job to do. We may not know what it is. And sometimes we fail. And then only later do we realize, oh, my gosh, that failure actually led me to this. But that requires you not to be convinced you're a victim. The job is real. It's all real, in fact. Goodness, kindness, love, it's real. Hope is real. Meaning is real. Thank God most of us have experienced at least a flash of that once in our life. That's what gets us up in the morning. Because we've, we've felt it. Even for just a passing moment, we felt that. And we want it. But we're being told it doesn't exist. Once is proof of concept. It means it's not impossible no matter how hard. Even once means it can be that you can be there. And if we just remember that, that's hope. And then all of the lies have no hold on us. But remembering is the key. Built to keep us alive as opposed to happy Our brain is way better at remembering the negative than the positive pain rather than joy. And that can trap us, especially if people are preying on that. But if we can just remember, we could get through it. Remember who you are. Remember what we are. Remember what is true, what is real. Remember your story, where you came from. How you got here, what a miracle it is that you're still walking around, that you're still surviving, even if you're barely surviving. If we can orient our lives towards something larger, greater, higher, better than ourselves, fix our eyes firmly up, fix our eyes above and start to climb, then yes, we can get up. We can stand. We can climb. We can build. We will make things better. Things will be better. The American dream is alive as long as you are. And if you realize that, then yes, everything will have meaning. It will matter. So what the hell are you doing sitting down listening to me? Get up. Go to work. How'd you like to wake up one day, sit up in bed and suddenly realize, hey, I don't hurt anymore. If you're like me and you're living in a lot of pain, I used to be there. The notion probably sounds too good to be true, but you can get out of it. Uh, Try Relief Factor. Now, it doesn't work for everybody. 70% of the people who take it go on to order more. About a million people have tried it. That means it doesn't work for maybe 30%. Relief Factor is a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain by fighting inflammation. It's 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to reduce or eliminate pain. It's 19.95 to try the quick start. Okay, it's three weeks. Relief Factor has their feel better or your money back guarantee. So give it a try. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. That's 800, the number 4-RELIEF. There's no better gift to give yourself or a loved one than feeling good again. ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
You know, we made a uh, we made a covenant. Some in this audience made a covenant on Thanksgiving or the week before on the radio here. Where we were going to recognize God, we were going to turn our lives back into sanity and do the right thing. Yesterday, I was reading a commercial for um, a preborn. Thank you. And as I'm reading this commercial about abortion and saving babies and saving the moms, it came to me, unto us a child is born. We're in this season. For unto us a child is given. But we like sheep have gone astray. And that hit me as I was talking about the details of this commercial. I want to challenge you to something today. We'll talk about it in a couple of minutes. But I'm struck with, if you want to change your life, if you want to change things, you have to be active. We can sit here and we can talk about it. We can whine about it. We can bitch about it. We can be right about how we feel. But unless we are actively doing something, it's not going to change. And, you know, I happen to believe a miracle can many times just be a change in perspective. That's why I've been saying recently. Is life happening to you? Or is life happening for you? It's a choice. And we right now as a country are at a place where life is happening to us. Everything's out of our control. It's happening to us. No, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, that is a choice we could choose, and we know where that road ends. But what are the opportunities today? What are the things that are happening in your life that if you just change that perspective, all of a sudden, wait a minute, holy cow, that actually teaches me something. That actually is empowering me. That actually helps me help someone else because I understand them now. More in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. This holiday season, why don't give somebody that you really love the gift that keeps on absorbing? Yes, we're talking, we're talking my towels from my pillow. When you go to the store to buy towels, what do you get? Towels that feel soft, but then you bring them home and they don't really absorb anything, right? How many times has that happened to you? The problem with store-bought uh, towels, they let you make a, a mess, uh, and it seems a little short-sighted here because um, sometimes they really suck, and you're paying a lot of money for them. MyPillow is announcing two new brands of new lines of my towels for you to try. They're made with amazing ring-spun cotton, which makes them really, really absorbent and very soft. 
six-piece set sells for an amazing price of $29.98, promo code BACK. But if you're anything like my mom and these are the special towels for, you know, guests, they, they'll... They've got for $20 more their designer premium line for the guests. It's MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use the promo code BECK. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 20 bucks. And hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Glad you're here. Hello, Stu. Glenn, how are you? Oh, my gosh. You're pumped up today. Pumped up. I feel like you, you're you you're on that point where you want to do something and not yes. just sit back. Yes. And let life happen to you. Right. Ah. I mean, at least until the weekend. Yeah. I and mean, then, then, you know, obviously. Saturday. I mean, really, Wednesday is kind of like, I've been through, you know, already two tough days Already an hour deep into another one. A third, Stu. Yeah. I mean, I know people out there can't understand this sort of work ethic, but we work multiple hours per day, multiple days per week. Yeah. We work five days a week, three hours a day, and we only have breaks like every 10 minutes. I mean, I mean, I mean, how look, do we do it? It's hard to relate to the average person who just lives life whimsically, you know, shows right. up, I, I, you know, once a month, maybe for 15 minutes at work where we have to work, you know, I mean, we take a lot of vacation, but in the, in between those times, we have to show up for like well, three hours a day. Yeah. Our staff works really hard. Yeah, Let's probably. I mean, who cares? Really? Yeah, I mean, but really. uh, yeah, you know, I, mean, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. You, you, bring, you bring up the the get off your butt and do something and it obviously we all you know outside of this room work hard and and make sure that we're you know you're you, you to keep your family afloat especially yeah. in, in this world today you have to really work hard it's hard to get yourself motivated beyond that to do other things but like a lot of times we spend so much energy thinking about this chain reaction of events and politics that will somehow solve all of our problems like if this person wins the primary and then if this person can win the general and if this person can get the senate and if this person can get the house on their side at the same time and if they live up to everything that they say they're doing and if all of that gets past the supreme court and if all that gets passed and then other places don't just ignore the laws like they do half of our laws anyway <laughs> and if the constitution actually holds for once and if all if all of that stuff happens in a row, then maybe we'll improve something somewhere. And it's like, well, wait a minute. That's not how the country was built. It's not how the country became great. The country didn't become great because we you know, rooted for a specific person to do a specific thing in a bunch of elections. And then, you know, this this chain reaction occurs that works out perfectly. It was about individual people doing individual things. Why? What did de Tocqueville say in Democracy in America? book he came over he tried to find the secret in the 1800s tried to find a secret what made america so great he couldn't find it in washington he couldn't find it in the halls of congress he couldn't find it in the mayor's office of towns state houses he couldn't find it he said he found it in the churches now what are the churches doing he didn't mean churches churches like that he meant that the the people who were going to church, that they made a difference. America is great not because of our government. It's in spite of our government most times. 
The government was built to be really, really small so it couldn't get in the way of the people doing the next right thing, doing something they believe would make things better. And we've we've lost that. We've completely lost that. And we focused on either our fear or we're focused on, like you said, a chain of events that you have no control over. And it stops us from just doing the thing. You know, when you serve other people, I hate it. I hate it. I'm a selfish guy with my time. I well, you work three hours a day. Of course, I know, you're going to have to protect your off hours. You Jeez, know. man, I've got 21 hours. I only have 21 hours after I leave the office. So uh, <laughs> and 18 of that is sleep. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which doesn't leave you anyway, It's half your days at I, work. <laughs> oh, half of your six-hour day is spent here. But it always makes us feel better when we serve. It does. I hate it, but it does. It's yeah. like exercise. I hate it, but it makes you feel better when you exercise. Eventually. Eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your knees give out. And anyway, um, this is not helpful. <laughs> Look, here's. <laughs> we just made a covenant. Some some of us did. Made a covenant. And I hope you were involved in that. And doing the next right thing. Had an idea yesterday. There's something to this 40-day, 40-night thing. And usually, after 40 days and 40 nights, that person either goes on to do something big or there's a big change for the positive in their life. So I want to challenge you for 40 days, 40 nights. Yesterday, I was reading a commercial for Preborn, and it said $5,000 will cover... The entire network's expenses for a day that could save up to 200 babies lives. Okay, that pays for all of the ultrasound and everything else for all of the women coming in for having an abortion. Five grand a day. Maybe 200 lives. I'd like to I'd I'd like to do 40 days and 40 nights. I talked to my wife last night we'll do the first 20 days so i'll do the first 20 days i challenge this audience even if it's in five dollar increments i challenge you to do the second 20 days here we are sitting at christmas time we are sitting in a in a society that doesn't understand the value of life and a child. Unto us a child is born, unto us a child is given, but we like sheep have gone astray. If we really want to put God first, if we want to find hope, then we have to put our faith into action, however you want to do that. I'm suggesting that Maybe you would like to join me on 40 days and 40 nights of saving children. Sometimes that is just a change in the individual. Sometimes it's much more than that. This time it will save babies' lives. $5,000 pays for preborn services for 24 hours. I'll take care of the first 20 days. I challenge 
you and everybody in this audience to the next 20 days. All you have to do is, uh, can you put up the preborn information? Uh, it's, I think it's pound 250 and you say the keyword baby. And you can donate whatever you want. Uh, we'll do this. Hopefully we can get this done today. Um, again, you can go to preborn.com slash Beck and you can donate there or just, you know, hit pound 250, say the keyword baby and make your donation. 40 days and 40 nights saving children and moms. Sometimes to make a difference, all you have to do is do the next right thing. Interesting. Glenn, that's 8,000 babies by that number. 8,000. To put that in perspective, uh, you know, 50 years of trying to overturn Roe versus Wade, all that effort, which is 100% valid, and I can't, I can't even describe how important it is, but all of that effort, finally you overturn Roe versus Wade, they finally put all of the laws in place in the red states, at least you have some places mm-hmm. that are now protecting life, and over six months... They believe it was 32,000 extra births, 32,000 babies saved because of that work. And in wow. 40 days, you can do 8,000 by just acting on your own. You know, I mean, obviously acting on your own is a little bit, uh, this audience acting on its own, which is, a, it's a big audience and it's a lot of effort and it's a lot of money and you're doing a, a very genuine, generous part of that, doing half of it. But still, like, you see how individual action can actually make a, a difference in this. It's Yes, we should be fighting for Roe versus Wade to be overturned. Yes, we should be fighting for these laws to change. Yes, we should be fighting, more importantly, to change minds over a very long period of time, because that's what it's going to take. You're not, you're not going to get this done uh, by just laws alone. But also, you have to change hearts. Yeah, changing hearts. And it, that, it, that starts with the individual mom who feels incredibly desperate, who's at the end of her rope, who is not a bad person, who's doing everything she can to keep afloat and thinks because society has told her it's okay and it's a plausible option that ending the baby's life will make everything better. And it, we don't have to go down that road. The, that person at that individual level can be convinced just by meeting her child via an ultrasound, actually meeting them. That's that ch- that's going to change one individual life and it can actually happen. And it also changes us and you know, the reason why I'm a Christian is because of the example of others. I had a lot of people preach to me, and then I watched them, and I'm like, uh uh-huh. And then I had a friend who never preached to me, but I watched him carefully, Pat. Mm-hmm. And I saw how he lived his life, how he he lived it. He actually lived it. And I would see him do amazing charitable works, not say anything about it. I'd see his family survive things my family couldn't. I wanted that. I would love to preach the gospel of America. I would love to go door to door and say, you got to hear the gospel of the Declaration of Independence. But it's those of us who are happy, those of us who are healthy, those of us who struggle just like everybody else, but because we know something that others don't, 
we persevere. We go on being great. We create great things. We love people. Don't just preach to them. That's how we're going to change America. Showing by example what America was when it was great. And it was only that the people were great and that they tolerated each other and they they helped one another. And they did stand for truth. When the Nazis came around, we were like, hey, those are really evil bad guys. We should stop them. Anyway, if you'd like to join me on this, I mean, you can suggest to me and I'll join you on yours. But if you want to join me on this, we'll take care of the first 20 days, 40 days, 40 nights, saving uh, babies' lives. Hit pound 250. Use the keyword baby and um, give. And it doesn't have to be a lot. Just give. All right. When you hear the name American financing, the first word that should pop in your mind is hope. I met with these guys yesterday and uh, I said, tell me what tell me what people are are saying when they call you. And a lot of people are saying, I have nowhere else to turn. I I have this huge credit card uh, debt. It's killing me. Uh, My interest rates are crazy. I'm going to lose my house. They can save people up to two, three thousand dollars a month, depending on the size of your credit card bill. They can say all they do is they take it and they spread it out in your mortgage. And yes, maybe you're going to get what? Seven percent interest rate. But as that interest rate goes down, they can refi again and get you the lower interest rate. But the average person, I think they told me was eight hundred and twenty five dollars a month now. $825 a month. That takes the pressure off you. American financing. They take a special interest in you. They have programs designed to help raise your credit score, get you onto a path of financial peace. That's free. And they can possibly help you save $825 average a month. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. In case you didn't know, the things you do with your money do matter. You can change the country uh, as much as your wallet as you can with your vote. We were just talking about this. I mean, really, things that you decide on an everyday basis can make a difference. And it makes, more importantly, it makes a difference uh, in your own life. It makes a difference with you and and how you act and, and how you feel. It's such an important part of uh, everyday existence that we oftentimes dismiss because it doesn't feel big. Well... American Giant has been doing making small decisions uh, over and over again to make the country a little bit better. And what they do is they care about the American manufacturing process. They want to make sure they're creating products with real quality, American quality. So every stitch of thread, every metal rivet, every drop of ink is made and assembled right here in America. So you're not just buying the clothing. You're investing in the process that will help save our country. But you're going to love the clothing, too. It's an important part of this. You're gonna, it's going to last forever. It's high quality. You're going to love the way it looks, the way it feels, and the way it lasts. And you're also going to be supporting 
uh, the country that you love. Uh, you can buy cheaper and you will get cheaper quality made by workers overseas that are not making a living wage. Or you can buy quality that will last for generations. The American Giant patch means something. There's an American Giant in all of us. Go to American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash G-L-E-N-N. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Hey, have you have you seen the new uh, Michael Schellenberger uh, Substack? No. Oh, I'm not. Oh, you're gonna love this. Whistleblower came forward with um, some new documents that make the Twitter files and Facebook files combined look like nursery school. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are documents now from a whistleblower. He's going to be, uh, releasing these to Congress and testifying in Congress this week. Um, yeah, to say that the white house was engaged in saying, Hey, maybe you should is just the beginning. Maybe what you should pull down. Yeah. You should, you know, throttle that person. That's just the tip of the iceberg. And I believe that should be illegal. Right? But oh, you're yeah. saying it's going beyond Oh my that. gosh, Stu, you you will not I read this last night. I, I can't tell you. My wife kept saying from the other room, "What? What?" cuz I was reading going, "Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You can What? This is This is uh Snowden. This is this is what Snowden really? said would happen. This is what is happening. This is uh, Mission Impossible movies. It's uh, Rabbit Hole, which I've been watching on Paramount Plus. It's every dystopian movie that you've ever seen now happening with the United States government and the British government. And we're doing it. To each other. We're working together. And the documents say we can't do this to our own people. And you can't do this to your own people. Uh-huh. So let's do it to each other and it's then report that. Oh my god. Remarkable. Gosh. It is remarkable. Wow, I'm we'll, gonna read that. We'll give it to you here in just a second. So stand by for that. It Michael is, Substack is very good. It's well worth your time. It really is. Um, he always he's you know, he's really diving into this stuff and doing actual journalism like he's oh he's he's one of the more important journalists of our day um i agree so we'll get into that and so much more in just a second stand by Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I want to talk to you a little bit about Jace Medical. Um, the need for the Jace case is coming. It's needed now more than ever. There are critical sources uh, shortages of essential drugs right now here in America, right now, not usually something we think could possibly happen, but this is the world we're living in. So we got to deal with it. What the Jace case is, is a personalized emergency medication kit. It uh, contains five essential antibiotics, which treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. It's also customizable. So you have dozens of add-on medications uh, available. You know, if you, if you have diabetes, what are you going to do if you can't Go to the CVS or there's a disruption in the supply chain. Jace is very simple. You go online, fill out a form, you get a prescription, life-saving medications delivered right to your door, 
up to a year's worth so you are confident you have a supply. JaceMedical.com. Enter the promo code Beck at checkout for a discount on your order. It's promo code Beck at JASEMedical.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I don't know if you heard this because mainstream media is not going to report on it, but Michael Schellenberger is breaking another massive story. Uh, he broke it yesterday. He's going to be going into uh, uh, Congress to testify about it later this week. This rivals the Twitter files, the Facebook files uh, in scale and importance. This is absolutely unconstitutional and a treasure trove of documents prove it to be true what the government is doing not just to censor but destroy anyone who disagrees with the government and it's not just our government i'll tell you about it in 60 seconds first uh, when you absolutely positively have to buy or sell a home, and let's face it, sometimes you have to, you want a real estate agent that you can trust on your side. Realestateagentsitrust.com is my company. I started a long time ago because I was tired of dealing with, you know, incompetent real estate agents. But it wasn't, they weren't incompetent. I was. I didn't know how to find a good agent. I didn't know what to ask them, how to interview them. Buying and selling a home sucks. It's a lot of work and it can be really confusing. You don't want somebody that's making a lot of uh, mistakes. You want somebody that is there with the best practices. The agents we work with are the best in your area. They're the top sellers. They know the lay of the land, best practices to get you and your family where you need to go, whether it's across the street or across the country. 
Most of these agents, if not all of them, are fans of the show, so you have something in common starting out. Do yourself and your family a favor and check them out today. If you're buying or selling, realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, let me, uh, let me start with this first. Moderna, that now is being revealed from the blaze, Moderna is monitoring celebrities for spreading anti-vaccine beliefs. Journalists now have revealed that the biotechnology company hired a former FBI analyst to head its disinformation department tasked with compiling internal reports about celebrities who criticized the COVID-19 vaccine from Moderna. If they spoke out against the vaccine mandates or shared any anti-vaccine sentiments, the journalist noted that uh, this FBI uh, agent is one of the many former law enforcement agents now working for Moderna. The department reports are color coded and ranked from low risk to high risk based on how problematic their narratives are to vaccine confidence. Low-risk reports don't currently warrant any action, according to their, their own Moderna documents. When a response is required, the company's team will notify appropriate stakeholders with recommendations. Notice the word stakeholders. That is ESG. We're all in this together. We all have a role to play. We're all stakeholders in this. Celebrities that made Moderna's high-risk list include uh, Russell Brand, Elon Musk, and Novak. How do you say his name, the tennis player? Djokovic. Djokovic, yeah. Um, it noted that uh, Djokovic was such a problem because he became an anti-vaccine hero. Uh, Moderna's report stated the optics of Djokovic. Uh, Wild with Djokovic. I mean, he he decided he didn't want to take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. I don't. It wasn't like he was RFK Junior out on every show talking about it. He just wanted to play tennis. Like I know. I, it really like it, while he, he made a choice they didn't like. Right. He wasn't even an activist. I wouldn't say he, he was wasn't. just saying like this is what I want to do. If other Correct. people want to do the opposite, go ahead. You can't have that opinion. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. Crazy. So this is in the Moderna report now that has just come out. The optics of uh, Djokovic, whose vaccine opposition barred him from competing in the U.S. Open, returning to and winning the Moderna-sponsored competition bolsters <laughs> anti-vaccine claims that vaccines and mandates are unnecessary. He was high risk. Uh, so what does that mean? What does that mean? Let me give you another quick story here. New study of big tech censorship claims online companies such as Google X and Meta have censored President Biden's opponents who are running for the Oval Office 162 times. Topping the list is Vivek Ramaswamy and Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, third on the list was Nikki Haley, followed by Larry Elder and then Donald Trump. Here's another story for you. You've heard all of the stories about how evil Donald Trump is because he was he was going to these banks and overstating his worth and he was conning remember 
predatory lenders. Remember that? This time, the borrower was predatory against the lender. That's their case. However, called to the stand yesterday was the Deutsche Bank executive uh, that this whole thing revolves around. This is the guy who did the loan for Deutsche Bank. And they were, uh, can I, did he not overstate? Did he not overstate? The guy said, yeah, it was atypical, but not entirely unusual for a client to do that. And we, we approved the loan because we expected it to generate a profit based on his history of successful developments. So we took what he wrote, we reevaluated course we we said he's not worth that he's worth about half of that okay and then we gave him a loan based on that there's 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 no victim here there's no victim here so how is this happening how is this happening how is it half the country is convinced this guy is just an evil nazi Michael Schellenberger, a whistleblower, has come forward with an explosive new trove of documents rivaling or exceeding the Twitter files and Facebook files in scale and importance. They describe the activities of an anti-disinformation group called the Cyber Threat Intelligence League. I bet they even wear capes. It's the CTIL, Cyber Threat Intelligence League. And it started as a volunteer project of data science scientists and defense and intelligence veterans. We just want to do good. We're the Justice League. And we're seeing what's going on. And we're going to volunteer our time. Mm, that's amazing. Unfortunately, it appears that they have been absorbed in multiple official projects, including the Department of Homeland Security. CTI League documents uh, offer a missing link answer to key questions not addressed in the Twitter files and Facebook files. Combined, they offer a comprehensive picture of the birth of the anti-disinformation sector, or what we have called the censorship industrial complex. According to Michael Schellenberger, the whistleblower documents describe everything from the genesis of modern digital censorship programs to the role of the military and intelligence agencies, partnerships with civil society organizations and commercial media, and the use of sock puppet accounts and other offensive techniques. Uh, In one document, they explain that while such activities overseas are typically done by the CIA and NSA and the Department of Defense, censorship efforts against Americans have to be done using a public-private partnership, again, ESG stakeholders, because the government, and I'm quoting from the document, doesn't have the legal authority. So this this arm now went out and said, look, we can't do this. How can we do this? The whistleblower alleges in a trove of documents that a leader of CTI League, a former British intelligence analyst 
was in the room at the Obama White House in 2017 when she received the instructions to create a counter disinformation project to stop a repeat of 2016. Huh. A network now of over 100 government agencies and non-governmental organizations work together to urge censorship by social media platforms and spread propaganda about disfavored individuals, topics, and whole narratives. So this is out in our show prep today. If you haven't, if you don't get my newsletter every day, you should sign up for it. It's free. You'll get it every day. Um, there are stories in there that you just you don't hear about because nobody in the mainstream is talking about them. This one is a very long story, but I'm telling you, it will make your hair fall out because it's not just about going to Facebook and and Google and saying, hey, can you guys maybe, you know, throttle that person back a little bit? Because because they're they're doing they're saying some things that aren't so nice. No, no, no. They're not only doing that, but then they have disinformation puppets and disinformation uh, operatives that will go out and spread uh, disinformation about that individual. That way they can go to, you know, Facebook and everywhere else and say, look at who this guy really is. You want to be associated with him? Look at what they're saying about him online. Not only that, but then they take that information to the banks to get the bank to debank that person. Uh, I think we have the Stasi, America. Now, the, the thing about this is, this is happening. This 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 story is what was happening in 2019. Okay, this is all about the pandemic and what they were doing. And can you imagine what they are doing today? And the better AI gets, the better you can collate all of the information, tie it to certain individuals. You can create anything you want. You can get people to do anything you want. We're not talking about the loss of freedom here. Listen to me carefully. This is something I have been reading about and talking about for 20 years. It wasn't, rel- it wasn't relative to people. They couldn't understand it. And so I, I've only talked about it a few times because it was all just a, it was a, a concept that this is going to get so bad that I'm telling you it's here now. Listen carefully. This is not about your loss of freedom. This is about the loss of your free will. What we as individuals were given by God, not just rights, Those rights are protected. The government is supposed to protect those rights. We do have rights. We do have responsibilities. Some of us don't exercise our responsibility, and most of us don't even understand our rights. But all of that is a subset of free will. 
You can go out. You can investigate. You have an idea. You go and you create your own path. What this organization is doing, what these people are doing, and if Congress does not stop them, we lose our free will. These people must go to jail. What they're doing is they can manipulate you without you even knowing it. You've seen it before with Google and the way they stack things. Now you have the Western governments, five eyes. That's all five of the big Western countries called five eyes, the biggest intelligence agencies. They're all involved in this and they're doing it to each other's citizens we're probably doing it to england and england is doing it to us but we're doing the same thing and it is shaping you in a way that you can't even record you you will never recognize by 2030 by 2030 i guarantee you if this stuff isn't stopped you won't know whose idea it was. You will think it was your idea to do X, Y, or Z, to live X, Y, or Z, to buy X, Y, or Z, to go, to speak, to say X, Y, or Z. You will think it was your idea and it will not be. This has been debated for 25 years and nobody paid attention to it and i'm a weirdo and i paid attention to it because i didn't understand it at first i'm like loss of free will how could you possibly lose this is 1995 or 2000 how can you possibly lose free will you lose it because you don't you don't recognize what is actually shaping you as an individual. This is not advertisement. This is personal propaganda geared directly at you as an individual. So we're not talking about the loss of freedom. We are talking about the reason you are here as a human being. God gave you free will. Jesus came because we have free will and we will make the wrong decisions. So he offers us salvation. We are talking about the literal schemes of the devil. The schemes of Satan taking away your free will. I know I'm on a list. I know, uh, I think we've lost 95% of our reach on Facebook in the last year. How's that possible? Everything, uh, everything we do that's independent is growing like crazy. We are having the biggest year of my career this year. And my Facebook is down 90, 95%. How's that happening? They're shaping you and keeping voices that they don't want you to hear.
be aware. Know that this is now being done at a governmental level. In the entire West. More in a minute. I owe a lot to Relief Factor. It literally changed my life during a period where I didn't think anything could anymore. It turned days that were overshadowed by constant pain, weeks and months and years. It took that away, and I have now had about five years where, I mean, honestly, I was going to quit the show five years ago. I went on Christmas vacations around this time, and I told my wife, in January, I'm coming back. I'm, I'm not going to sign a new contract. I'm just done. She literally said to me, Try relief factor. I said, it's not going to work. She said, really? I'm not going to listen to you whine. Try everything that has any possibility. I didn't think it would work. It did. I'm still here today. 1995. It comes with a feel better or your money back guarantee. Just give it a try. I know. I was skeptical. Just try it. ReliefFactor.com. Call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4-RELIEF. No better gift for yourself or for your family than feeling good again. ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Man, it makes you look at everything. Russell Brand. Everything. Everything. It makes you look at now and say, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, the fact that the government is involved in it is really, really bad. You know, we companies you kind of believe are going to do this on their own behalf. They're going to do everything they can to improve their standing, you know, right or wrong sometimes. I mean, you know, the the downsides of of these places all acting in their own self-interest, but when the government gets involved and not only gets involved but knowingly evades the constitutional protections provided to americans knowingly 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 um that is I mean, that that does I, i'm no lawyer but that does feel like it's a criminal offense just listen to this chill you to the bone their program is called the adversarial misinformation and influence tactics and techniques huh the glenn Beck program let me ask you a question. Have you talked to your dog about rough greens yet? I mean, really asked him whether or not, you know, how's the kibble food working out? I know Uno looks at me sometimes, you know, and he'll just talk my ear off. He'll be like, kibble food? Really? You know, it's not. It has no nutrition in it. Have you noticed I'm eating grass in my own poop? And you're like, dude, so I didn't think you were that picky. And he's like, no, I'm missing some key things in my diet. And I'm like, okay, so we'll try rough greens. He loves it. He'll talk anybody's ear off. He's talking to all the neighbor's dogs. He's like, do you know who naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black is? He's fantastic. And the other dogs are like, I don't know who he is. And he's like, your food is dead food. It was all cooked out. My my pet, Glenn, uh, he puts rough greens on my food. And it's delicious. And I feel better. And I'm no longer eating my poop. So rough greens, Dr. Roughgreens.com. I'm just getting that from my dog. I'm sorry, but that's the way he speaks. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 833-GLEN-33. Do it now. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. You will save 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck problem. Uh, problem. Glenn Beck program. It is a Glenn Beck. It is there a problem. is a Glenn Beck problem in this there country. Really we would all agree there to that. It's a Glenn Beck <laughs> program. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we're doing something today. Um, I was struck yesterday during a commercial for Preborn. Um, they in the commercial, you've heard it before. I say, um, you know, five thousand dollars will cover a day's worth of all of their expenditures. All of for you could save two hundred babies. That's about what they save on average uh, every every day. So 200 babies, if you write a check for $5,000, that will cover one day. And I, I don't know if you heard yesterday, but I took a pause in that because I was, I was struck by that. And I was thinking as well, 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days, biblically, 40 days and 40 nights. Something always amazing happens after that, you know. Uh, and I thought. We should do this for 40 days and 40 nights. I'm thinking to myself, I should do that for 40 days and 40 nights. And then I'm doing the math and I'm like, well, maybe not. Um, so I decided I went home and I talked to my wife and um, Tanya and I are going to cover the first 20 days. And I would like to challenge you and the audience to cover the next 20 days. And it, you know, you could do it in $5 increment, but you know, whatever you have, but Abortion's just not going to be decided by the presidential candidate or any anybody else. It's just not. We're going to continue to fight over this. And we do one thing, they'll do another. It has to be a change of heart. And people always say, oh, abortion people, they don't care. Really? Because that's what preborn does. They first restore the truth that that is a baby by giving them an ultrasound. Mom sees the baby and hears the heartbeat. That doubles the chances of life because that myth is just out. It is a baby. Okay. The other thing is 60% of women that have abortions, 60% of them say they wish they wouldn't have. They just felt totally alone with no support. So that's the other thing preborn does. They sponsor these, these women and their children. They empower the mother by giving her the support that she needs for two years. What's better than that? I don't how. Why are we even arguing? Why are we even arguing? You care about women. I care about women. I, I assume you care about babies and you want babies. You know, who's going to adopt them? Who's going to care for them? Well, we will for the first two years. Why? How, how do you argue against that? And it's just good. It's just good. So uh, if you want to join me in this, uh, Tanya and I would like to invite you to join us for 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, let's save. How many did you say that would be? That's 8,000. If it's 200 a day. 8,000 children. How many did Schindler save? A thousand? A thousand? Was it a thousand? I don't remember the number off the top I don't of my either. head. I can look it up. 8,000. Thousand children. Can you imagine that? That's staggering. <laughs> There's a, a really funny um, Babylon B uh, headline that's out. Yeah. And it says um, babies who were born after the Dobbs decision apologize to Republicans for making it harder to win elections. <laughs> and 
<laughs> we are sort of in this world now <laughs> yeah, where we we, our priorities are should be a little a, a little reconsidered yeah. uh, at times um but you know what why argue it i mean i'm going to vote for somebody who is pro life period um but why argue why not just change hearts and th- this is the best system of changing hearts i've ever seen Schindler 1200 1200 is, again it's a, it's an estimate of course but yeah yeah I mean that was a little harder than, than I, this but. it was harder than than uh, <laughs> yeah. going to a website yeah it you is. know if Oscar yeah. just had to go to a website yeah. probably, maybe you would have say better. more maybe say more uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. considerable risk I yeah. but I mean and, it's still lives saved I mean it's still an oh, amazing yeah. thing um, and you have done so much over the years so uh, this is something Tanya and I want to do for for twenty days. Will you match us for the the last twenty days? Uh, you can do it. Just go to preborn.com slash Glenn. That's preborn.com slash Glenn, and you can donate there. Preborn.com slash Glenn. Uh, all right. Well, let's see here. Um, here's a here's an interesting story. Remember um, from investors.com. Let's, can we just remember who got us here? Okay. Listen to this. The uh, 10-year Treasury yield set off roaring alarms about the U.S. budget when it surged to 5% last month. Now those warnings look like a fire drill. Federal Reserve rate hikes seem to be over for now, giving the bond market a reprieve and allowing powerful S&P 500 rally to resume. But enjoy it while it lasts. The next debt scare may be the real thing, and it could rock the U.S. economy and stock market. Here's why. The Fed's historic turnabout from enabling massive budget deficits to directing the sharpest rate hikes in 40 years has seemingly broken the budget. The Treasury market stress is almost certain to return. In the era of Fed quantitative easing and near zero interest rates promoted carefree fiscal policies that led to the U.S. racking up $20 trillion in federal debt since 2008. Exhibit A in the case of the broken federal budget is the deficit surge in fiscal 2023, which ended September 30th. Unemployment was near a record low and GDP growth was strong. Under those conditions, the budget deficit usually shrinks. But this year, it doubled to $2 trillion. And that's only if you ignore accounting for Biden's student loan forgiveness that was struck down. The Federal Reserve's fingerprints are all over the red ink. The Fed spent more than $100 billion in interest on its bond portfolio to the Treasury in fiscal 2022. It had to halt those payments last year Last year, as bond prices fell, having let inflation out of the bag at an 8.7 cost of living adjustment stoked a $130 billion increase in Social Security checks. Another $100 billion went to FDIC bailouts for Silicon Bank. To top it off, the Fed hiking is the key rate past 5% forced Uncle Sam to pony up an extra $177 billion in interest on the debt. Here's the thing. Interest on the debt was $711 billion. Went up 
in 2023, 711 billion dollars, up from 534 billion in 2022, 413 billion in 2021. We're now running at a rate for this month which will total 825 billion. So we have doubled the interest payments. Now, we're probably 12 months, 20 months away from a trillion dollars in debt interest only. Remember, the entire budget that we can pay for, cover our bills if we were living within our means, is $2 trillion. The rest of it we borrow. What are you willing to cut by a trillion dollars just to pay the interest? We are running out of options. The Fed says they have it all under control. Nobody is buying our bonds. The Fed is buying our bonds. So when you hear, oh, yes, the P500, Deutsche Bank just said it's going to go up. It's going to, we're going to have a surge. Enjoy it while it lasts. The problem is only the ones who have tons of money in the stock market, and those are the ones who usually get all the bailouts, and they get all the government contracts and everything else. They're the ones in the stock market. They're the ones making all of the money. If you have money in investment, good for you. Good for you. But it is eventually going to go away. And guess who will win? All of those who are connected. All of those who are connected. You know, I like it in the, uh, like the old days when, you know, when companies did something and you go, oh, that's really good. I want to invest. And their stock would go up. Oh, uh, that's really bad, and their stock would go down. Oh, the economy is really bad. Stock would go down. Now, nah, it doesn't work that way anymore. Nothing, nothing. The only one I've seen is, is Walt Disney. Walt Disney marked its 100th anniversary with Wish. Cost him $200 million to produce. It brought in, over the five-day weekend, $19.5 million. Wow. Now, by contrast, Frozen brought in 125. Frozen 2, not even Frozen 1, Frozen 2 brought in $125 million over the same period. Indiana Jones, the Dial of Destiny, gone. The Little Mermaid, nothing. The Marvels, worse than the Hulk. How's that possible? And the only thing worse than that is Haunted Mansion. The only thing worse than that is Wish. It couldn't happen to a nicer group of people. These are the kinds of things that we used to see in America. You disconnect from reality, you lose. I don't know when we're going to see the first government bailout of Disney, but I'm waiting for it. Back in just a minute. 
This holiday season, Tunnel to Towers Foundation is delivering on its commitment to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes during their annual season of hope. Between now and Christmas, the foundation is delivering mortgage-free homes to dozens of Americans' catastrophically injured veterans, the first responders, the gold star, and fallen first responder families. Let me tell you about one of these heroes, Captain James Howard. Served for years, the 82nd Airborne Division. Training for special forces, he sustained a whole bunch of different injuries. Today, he's a C-5 quadriplegic, paralyzed from the chest down. Tunnel to Towers gave Captain Howard and his family a fully adapted, mortgage-free smart home to help ease the financial burden and make his day-to-day movements of his life a lot easier. When you donate to Tunnel to Towers, that's the kind of thing you're doing. You're helping fund those mortgages. Help honor America's heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers, will you? Join me in supporting all of these heroes. T2T.org. That's Tunnel to Towers. T, the number 2 T.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, so uh, I know we've been avoiding the real news today uh, by sharing some stuff about, you know, how the government's spying on everybody and everything else. But uh, everybody, of course, is talking about, say it with me, Baba Vanga. Baba Vanga. Now, where does Bob live? No, Baba. It's a woman. She's, she, Oh. oh my gosh. She's the blind psychic seer the blind seer so yeah. how she's a blind bulgarian seer oh. named baba venga baba venga one yeah. one name like share is it no that... it's two it's baba is the first venga name. may i speak to mrs venga please baba venga and she says let call please call me baba now she doesn't now because she died 26 years ago oh. but so um, this is incredibly she's relevant the, she is known as the nostradamus of the balkans okay <laughs> All right. Wow, that's a, a yes. niche uh, title. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, she's got some predictions for next year. She made them. She made predictions all the way to the year 5076. Okay? Well, good for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she's blind. And what else you got to you do? Know, she doesn't have a lot a bunch to... of predictions. All right. So, Imagine how boring it would have been taking notes on like the year 5043. Yeah. I'm surprised anybody was doing it. Oh, no, I'm writing that down, Bob. I got you. I got, I got you, Bob. All right. So anyway. You're good. So she made some predictions. Now, <laughs> she did make predictions for last year. How'd those go? Well, hmm. she said that in the year 2023, and we still have time that a nuclear plant explosion would ravage our planet uh, and also that Earth's orbit would dramatically change this year with devastating effects. So, But, I mean, it's only November. Yeah. You know, you know so, so you got a whole month. You got that. a whole month for both of those. Wouldn't it be weird if they did happen? Now, she. Th- it's strange that she made these predictions, if she actually did. 
Um, but strange that she so we made don't even these... know that she actually made the predictions we're talking about. No. So this is the Bulgarian blind seer that died 26 years ago. What yeah. are their predictions for next year that we're not even sure that she made? <laughs> That's what we're doing. On are the, you saying on the show. this is sketchy? <laughs> it does. You say this is sketchy. Seem a tad sketchy. She said apparently that Russian President Vladimir Putin would be killed by one of his own countrymen in 2024. Okay. Okay. I mean, obviously, that's theoretically possible. Yeah. But I mean, will we do the update in a year when? Oh, write it down in your calendar. Absolutely. Okay. With all of these, when Earth's orbit, if it's still, mm-hmm. you know, we're still able to have satellites. Right. Vanga guessed that Europe would see a surge in terrorism, and that a big country would either conduct biological weapon tests or attacks next year. Big country. She predicted that natural disasters will abound next year. She said that in addition to weather events, there could also be a rise in radiation levels, probably because we're spinning closer to the sun with that. Mm. She predicted that rising debt, global tensions, and power shifting from the west to the east would fuel an economic crisis. She said hackers would start to target infrastructure like power grids and water treatment plants. Uh, and that quantum computing would see a major breakthrough this year. Um, so some good news. She says soon we'll have a cancer a cure for cancer and Alzheimer's. Oh, cool. So will it be the nuclear plant explosion explosion that cures? Them? Well, yes. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. The Glenn Beck program. Hold it just a second. Sarah, turn the music off for just a second. I got to get right to this. This is breaking news, and I may have to reverse myself on how I feel about what's going on in Israel. Uh, they've just released a prisoner a couple of days ago. He has just met with the press, and I'm going to translate for you. Um, you see the uh, Hamas reporter coming up to this kid, maybe 16 years old. He has his hands and his arms bandaged. Uh, he can't move them. They're in slings. Uh, and, and the reporter says, Mohammed, what happened to you? <laughs> well, an Israeli police unit entered my cell. And the jailers. 
They entered a countess. We put our hands on our heads. They entered in the section and started shouting on the microphones. Uh, so we would get scared for them to enter. No one gave a reaction. They entered and started beating and beating me. More beating. I tried to push him away from me. So, But he kept beating me. He struck me in the head and the beating hitting me. He hit me on the head. My back is mangled. My hands are broken. I've, I was in pain for a week on the floor, someone helping me with drinking and eating, laying on the floor. Didn't they give you any medicine or treatment? No, not a single thing. Oh, my gosh. The proof is right there. They release him and he's bandaged up and he's telling his story. I mean, how do you deny your eyes? Well, we could back up. Two days before, when he was actually seen leaving the prison where he received this brutal beating, and here he is uh, leaving the prison, checking out of the prison, uh, no bandages. Like he said, they didn't help him. Right. Uh, so he has no bandages on his arms, on his hands. His hands are not in a sling. He doesn't seem to be in, in pain. There he is walking down. He... He's about to get on the bus and uh, puts his hands in his pockets there and then uh, gets on the bus. And you'll see he painfully, or not so much, grabs on to the, the bus railing to, to get in. There he is, grabbing that bus railing. And hmm. wow. Seemed totally fine in that footage. Two days, two days before he's released. And he hit it that well. well. He hit it that well. Sometimes you have an injury and it takes a couple of days to really feel, really feel it. Really feel it. You know what feel I mean? it if they crush your hands. Yeah. Yeah. The first yeah. day it feels totally fine. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of days later, wow, that, that pain yeah. kicks in. But don't worry. It's probably AI. It's probably AI. No, yeah. Just don't even pay attention to that. There we go. You know, it's almost like we're dealing with the devil, you know? Uh, almost. Hamas? Almost. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, uh, that's strong. Uh, this is just a, a political organization. I mean, here is the deal that Israel made with uh, Hamas. Um, Israel releases the convicted terrorist and accomplices from prison. Uh, this time it's actually cheap. It's only three terrorists for every hostage. So you'll have to give them three bad guys for every baby. Um, and it, I'm being sincere here. The, uh, the rate in the past has usually been a thousand to one. But let's not talk about proportionality, you know what I mean? and uh, Or moral equivalence, you know. Uh, these aren't innocent civilians uh, that Israel just grabbed off the street. These are terrorists and accomplices. And here's a guy, this kid, who has just released this poor kid. He's just a boy. Uh, now doing propaganda, lies about how he was beaten in prison when the clear evidence shows, no, uh-uh, that's not true. Supposedly, those who are uh, being let go uh, don't have blood on their hands. You know, somebody who actually killed Israelis, just the losers, the ones who tried and failed, uh, you know, the, the shooters, the stabbers, the suicide bombers that failed. The least evil among them uh, would be uh, a guy named Ahed Tamimi. Uh, he's great. He's the Palestinian version of Greta Thunberg. Um. And, well, she was rearrested uh, after she uh, wrote that uh, she looked forward to eating Jews' brains and drinking their blood. 
Now, I don't know what they're like, honestly. Um, I don't know what I, I, I don't know what a Jew brain tastes like. If it has cilantro, I won't even try it. Yeah, some people don't like cilantro. I don't. It tastes like soap to me. Really? So, yeah. But that's all she did uh, was just write that she looked forward to eating Jews' brains and drinking their blood. Uh, and she's, you know, this is why she was rearrested. She's, she's been in jail a few times for a, a few things that she's done, but she's the least evil of them. Let me tell you, let me tell you the real deal on who's being released, uh, from, uh, from prison and what it means to you. Let me first just tell you about our sponsor. It's my Patriot supply, the country's largest preparedness company. You may need them soon. Uh, you know, we used to trust our institutions uh, not really the case anymore. You know, uh, they lie to us every day. They're spying on us. As we said last hour, I mean, incredible breaking story on last hour's uh, podcast. Um, and it's gone from bad to worse. Never been a better time in our nation's history to be more self-reliant so you can secure the future for your family. It's something the people who, you know, came out of the depression understood. Something I think we need to understand as well. My Patriot Supply can help. Their best-selling three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfast, lunch, and dinner that last up to 25 years in, sto- in storage. And right now, it's $200 off. 2,000 calories a day, add water, heat, and you got it. My Patriot Supply. Call them by 3 o'clock in the afternoon and your order will ship on the same day. Do it now. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Now... <clears throat> Greta, the real Greta, not Ahed Tamimi, who was just talking about eating the brains of Jews. The real Greta uh, and all of her fellow travelers uh, on the radical intersectional left uh, was shouting crush Zionism uh, from the river uh, to the sea. Uh, So it's not like we have any radicals here of ourselves. At least Greta has not said she wants to eat my brain or anybody who disagrees with her. Uh, which is nice of her, which is nice. Um, but, you know, maybe they taste like Swedish meatballs. I don't know. I don't know. Another woman that was released stabbed her neighbor in the back. Now, imagine being the neighbor that was stabbed or her children when the would-be murderer comes back to live right across the street. Hey, mom, let's take a walk. What do you say? That's not a bug, by the way. That's a feature. Hamas's goals for the prisoner releases is not only to seed Judea and Samario, uh, Samaria with its, uh, with its own crazies, but it also is psychological. These people who have been your neighbor who said, I'm going to eat your brain. Uh, I'm going to stab you and then does. Blows up, you know, uh, a suicide vest. Fails, but that's your neighbor. You know, I think that might be a little, it might make you a little tense, you know, there in the neighborhood. And that's what they want. We're looking at evil again, and I'm shocked at how many people can't see it. These terrorists come home. They have a hero's welcome, complete with parades and Hamas flags. It's a psychological victory for Hamas. Now imagine being a neighbor, but you're an Israeli soldier. You put your life on the line to capture that scumbag. You took the extra insane risk to make no uh, make sure no unnecessary harm came to him or her. And now they're being uh, released. 
Oh, okay. All right. Then they're released. They go back to, you know, talking about eating your brains and killing your children. I mean, imagine being that soldier. How would you feel? Imagine being that woman who is stabbed and there's your neighbor again. What is it worth? I mean, you can't say no to this hostage deal, but it is a deal with the devil. It is. Last time they made this bargain, there was a guy who had no blood on his hands. His name was Sinwar. Have you heard the name Sinwar lately? Probably not. We don't like to cover it or say, you know, the truth. Sinwar, the guy who was released last time, no blood on his hands. Uh, He's now the Hamas leader. He was the mastermind of October 7th. A demon. This is a deal with the devil. And again, sometimes you make those deals. This isn't the first time, probably not going to be the last time. But so far, they have all fully lived up to the devil's reputation. They've all blown up in Israel's face at one time or another, sooner or later. Here's why I'm talking to you about this. Pay attention. Pay close attention. Because the way things are going on our border, on, well, let me play this. Can I give me the montage? Do you remember the montage on TikTok that was saying, oh, Osama bin Laden is great? Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's the latest trend on TikTok. Listen to this. I started uh, reading Quran. I just started reading the Quran. So I've been reading the Quran and I have a. Salam. Good morning. And this is why so many people are starting to read the Quran. So I ordered a Quran and I just wanted to show you how heavy. Okay, so I'm an ex-Christian reading the Quran. Today, I'm going to go through fighting. Fighting war. I started reading the Quran. Um, this is the We're on the Quran. And we're on Joseph. Or- so I have started already tonight a little bit. It is my first time reading the Quran. I thought I would share my thoughts on the first. This sentence from the Quran just answered a question I Okay guys, so I okay, got Stop. I've read the Quran. I recommend you read the Quran. But my response wasn't that response. Mine wasn't I just read the Quran and oh my gosh, this is fantastic. Oh, trees, shout out. Tell me when there's a Jew behind you or behind the rock. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You should read the Quran. You should read all of it, not excerpts of it. You should read all of it. You should know what you're dealing with. But what you're dealing with here is a group of people that take that without any, any update and believe, yeah, we've got to kill all the Jews. Your propaganda, this is, this is, I mean, we have just plowed the fields for Satan to plant all of the worst seeds. Look at what's happening. This is going on, and on TikTok, you're starting to see people say, I just love the Quran. I'm just, I just started reading it, and it's inspiring. October 7th, this year, people are in our streets saying, kill them. 
I want to kill the Jews, gas the Jews. They're quoting Hitler in our streets. This is why I say the way things are going. We're going to have to make a deal with the devil at some point as well. We may have to sign our our own name in our children's blood on a dotted line. Doesn't have to be that way. But we have to decide who the real victims are here. Right now, everybody's trying to convince you you're a victim. You're not a victim. You live in the greatest country ever known to mankind at the greatest time to be human. It's never been this good. Oh, I know it looks rocky in the future. And I will tell you this. We've made huge mistakes, but it has never been a better time to be alive in this country. Not just the world. Here, you won the lottery. You're not a victim. And we don't have to deal with the devil. We just have to decide we're not doing it. I'm not dancing with you. Sorry, not making a deal with you. If we're willing to learn from the past, we look the devil in the eye and name him. If we remember who we are, we remember what the truth is. We remember what good and evil is, what right and wrong is. If we can find the courage, if we can find the reason, if we can find our moral compass once again, then we won't have to sign that deal with the devil. But I warn you, we will. You know the you know the worst who the worst are in our society right now who's doing more damage to the United States of America those people who say they claim to believe in the constitution and either don't know it or don't stand for it those people who say they're a follower of the judeo-christian principles but they don't know it and they don't live it Those people who said, I've had enough, but won't stand up and say it in their own office. Why do we keep looking at all the bad guys? We know who they are. Why don't we start looking at the good guys and saying, hey, where are you, dude? Stand up. Where are you? Why aren't you living these principles? Why can't you quote the Constitution? Why don't you know all of the rights? How can you possibly restore something if you don't even know what it is? That's our task. That's our task. That's our privilege to serve at this time. That's our honor. It is, it is not just an honor. It's a miracle that you are listening at this time. You're alive today in this country. You have Access to the information you're awake and paying attention to it it's a miracle you're not a hapless dupe what are you doing standing around and you don't have to you don't have to you just have to do what you're supposed to do i'm not telling you what to do and i'm i'm excoriating myself i don't think i do enough we gotta stand up we got to do it in our own homes. We have to say, you know what? No, you're not going to college. No. Because that's indoctrination. You're not going. I don't care what the world says. No. 
We got to start doing those things. And stop dancing with the devil. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Those are some of the most powerful words ever spoken. Spoken at a time and place where babies were being murdered left and right. They are words of blessing. Words of love. They remind us that every life on earth, including the unborn, was so special to God that he sent his own to become a little baby. For unto us a child is born. Earlier this morning, I talked about how 40 days and 40 nights change people. It just uh, historically, there's something about the 40 days and 40 nights. You do something for 40 days and 40 nights, something good comes out of that. $5,000 will sponsor the entire preborn network to save kids. On average, it's about 200 200, uh, kids a day. Uh, a donation of $5,000 will sponsor the entire network across the country for 24 hours and rescue 200 babies. I challenged members of the audience. I challenge you. Tanya and I will take care of the first 20 days. So we'll pay for the first 20 days. Can the audience match me and do the second 20 days so we can save 8,000 children have a chance to live 40 days, 40 nights because of you. You willing to join me on that? If so, you can donate by hitting pound 250, saying the keyword baby, uh, pound 250, keyword baby, or you can go online. I recommend this because uh, it's been heavy traffic today. Preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. This message sponsored by Preborn. 10 seconds, station ID. I mean, what else do we have to talk about, really? I mean, we told you about the CTIL files. If you don't know what that is, go back and listen to hour number two of the podcast today. It is, uh, it's the, I think this is the fulfillment of every dystopian, you know, uh, movie that Tom Cruise is in or, you know, Kiefer Sutherland. It's. It's the fulfillment of that in real life. It's just not as not as entertaining. I'm, yeah. I'm not as excited by uh, by yeah. watching it. This is this is our government doing psyops on the American people. Uh, it is not only spying on us. It's uh, and not only censoring us. It is actually doing psyops on the American public. We have evidence of it now. It's being presented in front of Congress this week by Michael Schellenberger. You don't have this story. Listen to hour number two of today's podcast, wherever you get your podcast, or you can get it in our daily update. Just sign up for free. Get a daily update of the show prep every day. That story is in today. It is astounding what our government is doing and what all the Western governments, the five eyes, are doing to our own population program all right it's time to let goldline help you build a hedge around your financial house one that will help protect you and your family from the insanity that's boiling over in our current economy if you're a regular listener to this program i don't have to tell you how crazy things have gotten under the biden administration or how crazy they could be if he gets another four years or i don't even know what would happen if if you know jesus were elected i have no idea 
it bears repeating. If you can do something to protect yourself, you should do it. Now, there is stability. It is the gold standard. It's what caused a lot of this problem. We got off the gold standard in the 1970s. Middle East boiling over. Gold prices are soaring up to 12% this month alone. They say, and I don't know how much stock I put in this, but economic predictions are now that it will hit $3,000 an ounce next year. I have no idea, but please, please, Call Goldline now. they got a special on silver that's going on. Call Goldline, goldline.com. Call them right now and just get the information. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Call them right now. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Just use the promo code Glenn. You'll get your subscription to Blaze TV for 20 bucks off. So I just saw that uh, Bitcoin is down, what, $537 today. Panic! I know, panic. It it is incredible. It's almost up to $40,000 again. I know. It's like $38,000 or $37,000 now per Bitcoin. Legitimately incredible, considering there's been a slew of bad news over the past year. People may know Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah. Uh, There's a big Bidance thing that happened uh, last week. Um, But you you also have the government saying, we're never going to do that. We're gonna we're gonna introduce our own Fed coin. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren is not on board. So if Elizabeth Warren is on board, should you be? I mean, shouldn't you agree with whatever Elizabeth Warren says? She's not on board for. She's not a big fan of the Bitcoin. Oh, she's not for the CBDs. Oh, or she. I'm sure she'd be fine with that. Yeah, but sure not does not want Bitcoin. No, this is decentralized. They don't have control of it, so of course people don't like it. But it is interesting to see. I mean, this is a big. Part of uh, what the Argentinian, the new guy Malay down there, yeah. he's a big Bitcoin guy. Um, you know, the, you know, there's you know, I'd love some to of the can- a lot of the candidates uh, are pretty good on this topic as well, including even I have to say RFK Jr. is, mm-hmm. is good on this. Who I'm not a fan of. Uh, Ramaswamy is big on this. Uh, DeSantis has DeSantis. been DeSantis has been really good on the central bank digital currency. I mean, he, people are like, why is he even talking about this? You know, a year ago. Well, I think we've seen how important it is. And let me let me show you because I, I want to put together a show next year on CBDC and show what it really is. Let me just show you a couple of things I found here recently. Uh, cut eleven. This is a Dutch political commentator on central bank digital currencies because this is happening all over the Western world. Listen, if we accept the fact that a QR code grants us access to society. What makes you think that they won't link that to anything else except for your vaccination status? What if that green screen on your phone that grants you access to society turns red the moment you take a flight too many, or you uh, eat meat too much, or you didn't recycle your plastic yesterday, how dare you? What if that green screen on your phone that is linked to your digital wallet that's filled with nothing more but, (laughs) I'm gonna say it, Central bank digital currencies will turn red the moment you say something that the government classifies as hate speech. What if they can turn off your life at the push of one button? If they can do it in China, they can do it here. 
Ladies and gentlemen, freedom that is limited to those who do and say exactly what the government wants them to do and say is no freedom. It's imprisonment, dressed up as freedom. And we need to see it for what it is. If we want to turn this around, that is. We need to wake up. We need to speak up. We need to say no, draw a line, and disobey these laws. Now, listen in Australia. Here's a politician in Australia warning the Australians about central bank digital currencies. Cut 15. Let's be blunt. The so-called trusted digital identity bill represents a watershed moment in Australian history. We stand at the divide between a free personal enterprise future and a digital surveillance age. If nothing is done to stop this bill, government will sit in the middle of every interaction Australians have with each other and with the world. And it achieves this in the same way China does, by creating a digital identity that forms a central part of a person's life. You can call it a license to live. What began with COVID contact tracing, vaccine passports and QR check-ins will soon be formalized by an inescapable digital identity. It signals the complete end of consumer privacy, the end of citizen anonymity and the beginning of a big brother digital age that treats the people of Australia as products rather than free human beings. The government intends to build a complete digital record of every Australian to be shared and used. Our medical history, our shopping preferences, who we associate with, whether our choices are really so-called green, social security, veteran services, travel records, website viewing, employment status, and social media comments. Everything will go on the record and be available to any large corporation that can pay for access. Now, let me give you one from the United States. This is a member of the uh, Minneapolis Federal Reserve. This is the president of the Minneapolis Federal Reserve uh, Bank. This is what he says about CBDCs. Central bank digital currency. Do you think that that is something that you all should be looking into seriously? How to, to what degree should you be looking into it seriously? Just what, what are your thoughts on CBDC? I mean, as the, uh, my colleagues at the Federal Reserve have talked about, we are examining it. Uh, I'll tell you my personal bias is I'm pretty skeptical. I keep asking anybody, anybody at the Fed or outside of the Fed to explain to me what problem this is solving. A digital, I can send anybody in this room $5 with Venmo right now. Right? No, seriously. So what is it that a CBDC could do that Venmo can't do? And all I get is a bunch of hand-waving. I get a bunch, well, maybe it's better for financial inclusion. Maybe it's better for cross-border remittances. Maybe. Is there any evidence that it is? And, you know, they say, well, what about China? China's doing it. Well, I can see why China would do it. If they want to monitor every one of your transactions, you could do that with the central bank digital currency. You can't do that with Venmo. If you want to impose negative interest rates, you could do that with the central bank digital currency. You can't do that with Venmo. And if you want to directly tax customer accounts, you could do that with the central bank digital currency. You can't do that with Venmo. So I get why China would be interested. Why would the American people be for that? Yeah. So this kind of goes into what I'm talking about tonight on TV. Gaslighting. Do you know what that term even means? Yeah, I did. I didn't for a long time, but I do now. Yeah. Mainly because so many people say it, I made myself look it up. Right. <laughs> and I was like, what does this even mean? I, can't, I don't even understand it. And it is, I mean, it's, it is really, it fe- seemingly really is going on. Oh, my God. I've got to prove it to you tonight. First okay. of all, I'm starting the show tonight, going back to the 1940s, 
and showing you where I'm being, you're being gaslit. They're gaslighting you. Where that term came from, what it meant. It's important context because the polls are in. The two issues Americans are most concerned about right now. Number one, the economy. Number two, immigration. And the gaslighting on these two issues from the Biden administration and the media are, it's crazy. It is crazy town, bonkers. We're being lied to about the state of the economy. We're being lied to about what's really happening at the border. Tonight, I'm going to show you the real numbers. Uh, and they're, uh, they're a little shocking. They're a little shocking. Don't miss tonight's Wednesday night special, 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV, then 9.30 Eastern on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Glenn Beck. Are we still running the uh, Blaze TV uh, cyber that was just on Monday? You can join us now, and you'll save 20 bucks with the promo code Glenn at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Blazetv.com slash Glenn. We'll see you tonight at 9 p.m. <clears throat> Let me tell you about Legacy Box. Preserving your family members matters. This, I am, I, I am such a weirdo. I know my kids are going to be like, hey, dad, oh, thank you so much. The minute I die, they're dumping boxes of stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm practically a pack rat, but I believe in preserving history. Probably a little too much. But you are your family's historian. Uh, we didn't have, I have very few pictures from the Beck side of the family. I have very little from the Jansen side of my family, my mom's side. It's important. What happened and who your relatives were and what they went through, that really matters, especially at a time like right now. I, I'm absolutely convinced if we lose this fight, nobody's going to believe that people ever lived the way we lived. Air travel alone. No way. No way. Yeah. And it's like it's like right now. Nobody could believe that you used to get dressed up to go to the airport. And it was like a big deal and you'd buy a new suit or a new dress to go fly someplace. But that's the way it used to be. That's history. We need to preserve it. Right now, Legacy Box is having the best sale of the year. It won't last long. Legacybox.com slash Beck. They are, you're going to save 65% during the Labor, uh, Legacy Box Cyber Week event. This is the biggest sale for them of the year. It's the Legacy Box Cyber Week event, limited quantities, ready to ship. This deal is going to go fast. Shop Legacy Box's lowest prices of the year now at LegacyBox.com slash Beck. You take all of the pictures, the film, the videotapes, everything else. You put it in a Legacy Box. You send it when you're ready. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I have a story that is going to be a difficult story to tell. Uh, it happened on a flight uh, from Moscow to some other place in Russia. And uh, 
the passengers and the crew cheered when police came on board and arrested uh, this woman. Um, she was on a five-hour flight. She was sitting in economy class. She's in the, sitting next to a guy who's a stranger. And um, let me just I'll read the On a uh, flight from Moscow, a female passenger went on a rampage and orally raped her male neighbor. Um, she pulled down his trousers and committed violent acts of a sexual nature. At first, the man resisted. Later, and I'm quoting, the neighbor stopped resisting. Okay. Uh, all of this happened in front of flight attendants and other passengers. Uh, surprisingly, they say the flight attendants waited until the end of the action and then moved the lady further away from him. <laughs> now, wait a minute. This mm -hmm. is being described as a rape. They waited yeah. until the end of the rape? Until they, until, yes. I get, I, that's, that's I'm I don't just think that's reading. What, I'm pretty sure that's not what you're supposed to do in, in that situation. I'm pretty sure. I have a lot of questions about the story. I but do too. That, I, that, I do too. Okay. Uh, the woman fought with the stewardesses. Uh, she apparently, quote, didn't want to leave her newly made companion. <laughs> is that the right way? This is a person who was sexually assaulted. Is he a companion of well, hers? Apparently, uh. For her, it was okay. Um, well, that's 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 the important part, right? Mm -hmm. She said everything was fine. I had a good time. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, good. And uh, she's been f she's been fined five hundred rubles, which uh, is uh, eleven cents. Uh, it's uh, actually well, it's this is from London, so it's four dollars. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, four pounds and forty. <laughs> pants i think it is i barely exaggerated so it's, it's like it's like five and a quarter okay so mm -hmm. you know uh so no word from the the, the I, man i do i do have i don't want to be a victim denier here i have very Correct. many questions as to whether this actually was a rape but they are describing it as a rape and she got fined five bucks yeah <laughs> that's the russia's got some interesting laws yeah it does mm -hmm. it does uh you know, men make the laws. Yeah. They and make the like, laws. Well, if men get raped at $5 fee. <laughs> I was like, remember there was a, rule, a law for a while in some of the Western states where you could, there was no speed limit. Mm -hmm. um, and then if, if you happened to go, if you were recklessly driving so fast that it was reckless, they would give you a $5 uh, mm -hmm. fee that you could pay in cash to the officer, mm -hmm. which was like. The greatest policy of all time, I believe. Uh, maybe the best uh, law of all time. I, I, I don't want to expand that to rape, but it does no. seem like Russia has done that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's like, congratulations yes. to Russia. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, apparently, they do say that she was intoxicated when she boarded the No plane. Yes. way. Yes. So there was. You're saying alcohol may have been involved there in There was incident? liquor involved. Wow. There was liquor involved. Uh, so we. Uh, so did we get word from the guy? Is he claiming is he because i just have a lot I, of questions i do too but i i think uh according to the article it looks like he was satisfied uh with the outcome at, at the end so he was being raped and then at the end was like ah eh. let me just read it to you <laughs> he, female air passenger and i'm quoting 
who forcibly performed oral sex on a man sitting next to her before before he stopped resisting. Mm. So at some point you just give up and you're like, what am I supposed to do? I I outweigh her by 115 pounds (laughs) and I'm in an enclosed area monitored by federal authorities. I'm I'm not. (laughs) What am I supposed to do? (laughs) Nothing I can do. Honey. Honey, I did everything I could to stop her. It was on a, an airplane. Well, you, I could, what could I do? Did you did you just push her away? No, I well, did for a while, for a moment, <laughs> and then and then I just I was overwhelmed by her physical force. I gave up. I just gave up. Now she does. Looking at the picture of her, she seems to be a maybe a hundred and twenty pound woman. Yeah, you'd think a a male of of average size. We don't know the exact. Uh, size of the he guy could have he been would what be are the, to, call a small person what are they what is the politically correct thing to say now uh, uh, whatever the most demeaning thing you could say <laughs> is the now politically correct one like everyone's like midget that's terrible call them little people <laughs> that's better <laughs> little people is better <laughs> are you talking it's the most demeaning thing uh, what called? little squishy little people look at that little person look at that that is a terrible insult. I can't imagine anyone thinks that's good. But so it's possible, though. We don't have the. He might have been a little person. We didn't get any of the measurements of the gentleman. No, he could not have. Not one of them. In many ways. Anyway, we don't need to go there. Uh, just thought we would tell you. About- I mean, so we could just we could say safely justice is being served. She had to pay the $5.23 <laughs> fine. fine. Yes. Yeah. Now, uh, Officials at a Texas school district say a woman who was uh, working on the sex curriculum for the uh, school district, uh, they they knew that she, you know, knew her way around. Um, they had no idea that she was a convicted prostitute. Um, and so they're rethinking that one. They're rethinking that one. And all of the boys in the class uh, were just about to give up. They were just about to say, you know what? If we have to have a prostitute, I guess. <laughs> we stopped resisting. <laughs> oh, the Glenn Beck Program.